You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Cozy Moon Podcast. We have fun. Where we have fun. Talk about parenting. Parenting. I'm Anya. Say Ari. Ari. This is Ari. And I'm Mommy Shan. Let's start Start the the show. show. Yay! Stop! There's more! Stop! There's more! More. More. Well, 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 here we are at the end of my rope. I mean, I tried to hold out for another possibility. If one acted correctly, but that's out. So I am becoming one with the idea of just having two kids, let alone having two girls back to back. Um, They are three years in difference of age but it's still a lot like I'm a single mom it's still a lot um their dads are within uh, a wide receiver's reach of um contact most of the time and um you know they have that relationship uh hopefully over time it gets a bit better but I think I'm okay with two even if a new relationship comes about or something serious, mm, he will have to be comfortable with a few things. And uh, when you think about a woman's body, when you think about what goes into raising kids, when you think about the whole tubal legation, um, you know, surgery and all of that, I'm going to get into it because I... I've spent months thinking about it. Last year, I was supposed to do it, and I didn't. Um, Taking a chance on something that turned out to be nothing. (laughs) So, um, here I am, and I just feel like if a relationship for me, um, in all seriousness, did come about in my future, because I, I have thought about it, I think he would have to be okay with one, 
helping to raise my children if he doesn't have his own after marriage because I don't believe in people you meet or people you date you know helping to raise kids that aren't theirs because that's you know that's a sticky situation when you really don't have any real ties to someone being there consistently you don't want your kids to develop that relationship and them being around is a super question mark so uh it would definitely have to be after marriage uh two possibly him having his own children um from previous relationships that's fine i'm open to that especially if his child or you know or children are boys completely open to that i am also open to someone always wanting a family but for them it doesn't necessarily need to be biological children completely open to it my whole thing about that is when I'm in my 40s I actually want to yes still raise my preteen and my teenagers but at the same time I want to be able to give my relationship with someone that I want to grow old with that you know consistency that dedication that effort that uh you know dating engaging thing I don't want the kids to be in the middle of us and he's all the way down at the long end of the table and I'm all the way at the opposite end I don't want that so I think 32 is a good age to stop um next year I'll be 33 in my head I've always said 35 but to me I feel like that's kind of too late because that will plant me right at uh 40 with like a um four four and a half five year old and that's not the business so um yeah so that's the plan when it comes to kids they are expensive they are demanding and they always deserve better because one your children never ask to be here Uh, Children are definitely blessings. Not everyone can have them. Not everyone can conceive. Not everyone can uh, become pregnant. Not everyone makes it out of that delivery room with their children. Sometimes the child makes it out of the delivery room. Sometimes only a mother makes it out of the delivery room. Sometimes people lose their babies with miscarriages. Sometimes people um, give birth to stillborns. Sometimes you can lose a mother and a child in that delivery room. So being pregnant is scary because you always feel like glass driving around, um, avoiding possible accidents, uh, avoiding wet floors, avoiding certain foods. Uh, trying to be healthy for yourself and for a child that you haven't even met yet. You don't even know what the name would be. You don't even know if it's a boy or a girl. You just don't know nothing. And you're just walking around here with a whole human being growing and surviving within you. Like, that's a scary place to be. It's also very scary to go through labor in today where lots of moms <clears throat> have horrible label sto- labor stories and some moms have great labor stories. It just depends. When it comes to women like myself, quote unquote, African-American women, 
especially in Georgia, the the percentage of women that die in a delivery room is very high. The percentage of um, black women, brown women, uh, minority women in a delivery room in Georgia um, having horrible labor stories is very high because, I don't know, we're just not treated with the utmost of respect and um, space to really discuss and have a doctor that understands, hey, this is what's happening. So it's a whole, you know, world of mess to be uh, pregnant as a brown-skinned woman living in Georgia or uh, having a baby in Georgia or let alone having a baby in general or in America or wherever you are. It's, it's a very scary thing. And I definitely feel like I've been blessed to have two healthy babies, um, vaginal deliveries, very drugged up. I'm not one of those women that's anti-drugs. I love drugs, okay? Especially when it comes to pain. Um, and I'm not cut out to have a baby naturally. That's just something I'm not going to do. I don't even naturally go through my, uh, period cramps. I drug up. Okay. That's how I stay happy and they are healthy and, uh, they're smart and they're witty and they're beautiful. And I, I love my kids, but I just, I don't have it in me for another one. I just don't, um, Let's talk about how kids are expensive. Kids are expensive because sometimes they want dogs and cats to add to the household. Sometimes they want to play an instrument in school. That's expensive. Going to, um, you know, different shows when they play instruments is expensive. The responsibility of having an instrument is expensive. Uh, Always having to buy them dressy clothes is expensive. It's time-consuming. You have to get off of work at a certain time to go to their shows. You have to um, be off of work or your weekends that you want to sleep in, you have to get up at 6 a.m. to go to certain games. If they play sports, if they uh, do ballet, if they're in gymnastics. Your whole piece of having a weekend, that is gone when you have kids. They wake up at 7 o'clock in the morning for no apparent reason. And they put their eyelids on yours to wake you up and tell you the whole rundown menu of what they want to eat for breakfast at 7 a.m. on a Saturday or a Sunday morning. You no longer exist slightly ever in your household as far as the needs you have unless you are really strict on never them never coming in your room unless you're really strict on the usage of your television unless you're really strict on devices them leaving their room, them being in the kitchen. It's hard, okay? Sometimes I do hide the remotes for my sanity. Kids are um, expensive to feed because they always can eat. When you want to get a small snack from somewhere, you can never get a small snack. It's like, oh, you wanted to go to this restaurant and just get this? Well, now you got to buy two more. Now you got to buy two more sandwiches. Now you got to buy two more plates. Now you got to buy two more meals. Now you got to buy two more drinks. Like, it's like, dang. If I could only figure out a way to take myself to lunch before I did my children so I could just buy myself something because I know they already ate. It's that. It's very expensive. School fees. Oh, my God. 
expensive. Um, when you want a snack and they want a snack at the same time just because you have a snack. When I tell you yesterday, Aria and Anya jumped me for my crab chips. And I had to hide my chips. And Ari was banging down my room door for my crab chips. It's very ridiculous, okay? Um, kids are demanding. In what way do you ask? Well, let me tell you. Kids demand your time. They demand your brain work after you work, you know, a whole shift for the last 10 hours. Um, homework, field trips, uniforms, projects, uh, supplies, constantly losing their pencils. I don't know if they're eating them or using them at school. Um, they want to travel. You got to pay for extra tickets for a half of a human being. Um, daycare is very expensive. Camp is very expensive. Um, kids want to do fun stuff. Obviously, your home is just not cutting it for them. Um, the park is just not cutting it for them sometimes. Um, sick kids cost you money. Like Now I have a full understanding of why my parents hated when we would get sick because that means one of them would have to stay home one of them would have to take us to the doctor one of them would have to make sure they gave us the medicine so your time to get medicine is their time to get up and get the medicine like it's a whole irritating process but you just know at the end of the day you can't tag anybody else in to do it you have to do it um your home space sometimes becomes not good enough for your children as they grow. So you have to look into getting a bigger home, a bigger backyard, um, more space in the kitchen, more space for them to have their own rooms when they start getting super opinionated. I'm sorry, but I have a two-year-old and I have a six-year-old that's very opinionated. Then they are very emotional Sometimes you don't even know where the emotions are coming from. So they might be screaming. You turn around and you scream at them for them screaming at you. And the other one screams because they can't be heard because somebody has a question. It's, it's, it's madness. Okay? It's madness. Not every day is a great day. Not every um, day is a bad day. But every day is a day. Okay? Uh, then you have the conundrum of morning drop-offs and rush pickups. When I tell you, that makes me so anxious because I'm always worried if a kid is going to leap out in the street or the parking lot. Um, I get so frustrated when parents don't pay attention in the school zone. I get so irritated when people do the speed limit or don't do the speed limit or try to cut across a shortcut in the parking lot and then they're blocking traffic or they won't get over in the lane. It's very annoying. I hate pickups and drop-offs of children, especially being the one that's doing it. And sometimes, more than likely, the people that are really you know, cheering you on to have some more children are the people that have a nanny to go do pickups and drop-offs and laundry and um, running errands and cleaning the car and taking the child back and forth from the doctors. They really don't take on the responsibility of what it is to do it yourself as a parent. So just be mindful of the people who have nannies that don't really take on everything as a parent, that really want to cheer you on on you having some more. You have more kids when you feel like you need to have more kids. But if you obviously, mentally, emotionally, and physically, and financially cannot take on more kids, don't ever feel obligated 
or pressured into having more kids because the quote unquote the Lord gave you a womb and as a woman you must X, Y, and Z. No, not every woman is meant to be a mother. Not every woman is meant to parent and not every woman can mother or parent. Not everybody is built for this. This is the ultimate challenge, okay? Kids deserve better. What do I mean by that? Kids deserve better schools than you had, possibly. They deserve clothing that's good, warm, clean. They deserve good opportunities. They deserve a better home. They deserve better environments to grow up in and flourish in. They also deserve the opportunity to explore other environments so they don't think one-sided. They um, deserve better treatment than you had growing up. All the things that you felt as a child you didn't get and you wish you had, you should be one of those parents that want to give that to their children. That is how you get a better generation and a better generation and a better generation. Because sometimes adults do miss the small details that really matter that help kids uh, develop into adults. And if you are missing key factors that help you become a better individual as an adult, as a child, you're going to end up training or raising your child without those key elements that you need. And with being a parent, you constantly have to be learning. You constantly have to be open to a better way. You constantly have to be open to better criticism of you becoming a better parent. And sometimes that's not going to come from your family. Sometimes that's not going to come from your friends. Sometimes it's going to come from a complete stranger. And you have to one think about why are you taking it as off something offensive and is it actually something honestly I need to work on. Okay. Um kids deserve therapy if you don't know how to talk to them or um be better or maybe if a whole family needs to go to therapy. Kids deserve good health insurance because a child's health is a man and a woman's wealth as they get older. You know, you want to make sure your child grows in a healthy way. Now, let's get to the good stuff. What happens when you tie your tubes? Cool. Let's talk about it. Tubal ligation is basically your fallopian tubes are cut or blocked. The eggs released by your ovaries in a woman each cycle will not make it to the uterus train. Therefore, no sperm will be fertilized by me to prosper. Can I get an amen? Meaning 99% effective. One out of 200 women get pregnant still after they get their tubes tied. Okay. So unless these eggs are acrobats, I doubt a child will come out of me after me getting my tubes tied. Now, my OBGYN, she ties the tubes and she burns them. They call that a um, catarize, I think that's how you say it, or numbing of um, your tubes. So, you can request to be put to sleep. That will be me. I do not want to be awake during this. Um, sterilization can have some risk, just like any other um, minor surgery or surgery in general. Some companies pay for you 
to cease and desist these kids, honey, okay? So always check with the company that you work for to see if they'll go ahead and cover automatically all the cost of you getting your tubes tied. Sometimes it can cost between zero to $6,000 depending on where you get your tubes tied. So research that. Now, can fallopian tubes grow back? Yes. God is an amazing individual, okay? You could have a full-term pregnancy after you got your tubes tied. Because the Lord is just amazing. He just does things. If he really wants you to have a child, you will have a child. That is just how that works. So, hopefully, no fallopian tube tied against him shall not be knotted. (laughs) Or shall be knotted. Because if he wants you to have children, you will have a child. That is just how that works. Now, they say tying your twos may lower your chances of ovarian cancer. How true that is, I don't know. Um, Some women go ham in the I don't want kids zone and they go ahead and get a hysterectomy. So what a hysterectomy is removing your uterus and your ovaries, which prompts immediate menopause. So if you're ready to say hello, hot flashes, go ahead. Go ahead and just take out the whole engine out of there. Take the uterus and take the ovaries if that's something that you want to do that's on you though that's a choice you make not anyone that's a choice you make okay now if you're like me you're possibly wondering what happens to you after you get your tubes after you tie your tubes okay so basically you may experience pain that meds cannot help okay which is scary because I hate pain. Vomiting, nausea, dizziness, a fever, swelling, which I, I you're all the way in me, like, of course. Um, drainage, um, it does not affect any hormones, thank God, because I'm already a Gemini. We don't need any more moodiness. Um, it takes one to three weeks to recover, so it is usually ideal to do after you have a baby I remember after having Ari my doctor asked me if I wanted to go ahead and get my tubes tied and I told her yes and then I think two days before I was supposed to do it I told her no I don't want to do it why because I'm stupid and so um yeah so that's how that went um but this this year coming year 2020 we have a date okay we are planning this thing. I might even throw me a celebration party on top of these twos being tied. You know when they say, did you tie the knot? I'm going to tie the knot, honey. Not with marriage, but with my tubes. Um, Periods are definitely going to be the same. Some women experience fewer days of having a period and a lot of flow. All right? And what I'm looking forward to is a peace of mind after or during having sex. And I'm not saying that you can just be with whoever and everything's going to be great. No, you should still be mindful of who you do, you know, have relations with. Yes, 
wear a condom. Be safe about it. Be smart about it. Be um, particular about who you do that with. But the peace of mind that I'm going to have over the odds of one in 200 women possibly still having a child after getting a two-time, it's going to be peace, okay? It's going to be like Disney on ice, honey, and I'm not even skating. Now, in pregnancy nightmare news, you can possibly have a ectopic pregnancy. What that is is... Hmm, I hope no, this happens to no one, but from what I've read, this can happen. So basically, a baby can grow in your fallopian tubes instead of your uterus. Now, if you get a hysterectomy and you remove the uterus, this won't happen. But I don't think I'm just going to go in there and clean up shop. I think I'm just going to get my tubes tied and burned. So, hopefully, I'm not the one in 200 women. We're going to knock on wood. We're knocking on wood that I am not that. So, that is my jits on my gift to myself in 2020. If you are a woman out there and you just know up and down, crisscross applesauce, that you do not want women, I mean, (laughs) not want women, you do not want children, cool, go ahead and do that. If you get into relationships and you think it's moving to a, um, you know, a rate of possibly being something serious, please let the person know that your tubes are tied. Please let the person know that you do not want children. Please let them know that. Okay? Because sometimes that could be a deal breaker for some people. Men or women. So just really be honest about that. Be upfront about that. If you have children and you are dating and you think it's getting more serious and you think they possibly want kids, let them know that with me comes just the ones I have already. There is no more. There will be no more children. Are you okay with that? Yay or nay? And I think men need to honestly give women the yay or nay on that. Don't continue to be in a relationship where you know deep down you really want children. And that's fine if you really want children, your own biological children, and her children previously would not do. That is fine. But you need to let that woman know that that's what you want and that's what you need and that's fine I understand that it's just going to be a little bit harder for me to find someone that's okay with the children I already have if they don't already have their own children but hopefully I find someone that has their own children previously and doesn't want any more children And I don't want any more children. And I have my own children. And we can just be merry. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Be merry. But um, that's my jits on that. I think tying the knot, meaning tying the tubes, is going to be good for me. Freedom. Freedom. Like, I'm not saying I don't want to be a mother. I'm going to be a mother for the rest of my dying days, okay? I'm being a mother. Being a father is forever, okay? Even when your children pass on, you are that. Even if I get married or I don't get married, I am a mother. So, 
It's forever. But I'm two and done, okay? Two and done and check out. I will not be my mother, five children, four boys, one girl. Like, no ma'am, we're not doing that. <sighs> my name is Shan, and I'm just keeping it honest for my parents out there, for my mothers out there, for my women out there that were thinking about it. If you've come to agreement with yourself and your mind and your soul that kids are not it, that is okay. You can always find someone with children and uh, work that thing out. Thank you guys for listening, and you guys have a great holiday. This is the last week before the actual holiday of Christmas, if you celebrate Christmas. If you do not celebrate Christmas, celebrate another year with great friends, great family, and great memories, and have like a adult game night or just come over for drinks and a movie. Um, and if you are invited somewhere, bring something, okay? Don't come empty-handed. Enjoy your season and y'all be safe. Bye. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.